we never do that. We always leave the mic off. <laughs> Anna, we're live once again, and we do have our guests in place. So without further ado, it's my pleasure right now to introduce you guys to the team from Eileen, Jamie, and Nia. How's it going? Hi, thanks for having us. I want to each introduce yourselves, starting with Jamie, your role and what you do do around iLead and things like that. Yeah, of course. Um, so, hi, my name is Jamie. Um, really, for iLead, I was the youth support, so um, made sure that everything was running smoothly, that we stuck to all our all of our values and things like that. To do with youth co-creation to ensure that that process was kept pure. Um, yeah, make sure that we got there and organised everything in behind the scenes and all that type of good stuff. And at the moment, we do the Facebook page, so that's been fun. <laughs> that's pretty much what I do. I um, have been working in the sector for about 10 years now. It's 10 years now, so yeah, that's me. Awesome. Nia, how about you? Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. No. Um, so I'm one of the Pacific Voices for I Lead, and um, pretty much what I did during the time was um, engage with the youth and to make sure that like everything that we did was understood by them. And yeah, pretty much yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Awesome. Now, now, you guys have had the questions in advance. I guess I just wanted to Zoom right out to the very start of things and just just ask you guys about yes and fab and how they sort of inform the story of i lead if you don't mind you want me to start now or you do you want to start yes, um, <laughs> so yes and fab well, FAB is uh, where well, we run social groups throughout Auckland. It's been going for a really long time. Um, Nia was part of that. I've been a part of that. Um, it's been a whole lot of us. Almost everyone in I lead has been a part of it, so that's really cool. Um, they're still going strong, and that's awesome. They've got the Worldwide Club, FAB Club, FAB, so that's really cool. Um, FAB Club, that's just what I'm saying. Um, so that's them, and yes, it's kind of like a space holder. So when we were part of the cube a really long time ago um, that kind of started our youth voice journey so that was um, a group of young people that got together and kind of informed a whole bunch of other organizations about you know what was really good for them um ways to streamline services because everyone was like filling out different forms for different things and that type of stuff so that kind of got us to be working together with young people in collaboration so what we did from there was do a really good youth voice push so that was we did a lot of things. A lot of projects came out of that, um, teaching young people how to drive, um, breaking a world record, and iLead was just another one that just came out. So, um, yes, it's really like a space holder. We ensure that everything is kept pure. We um, really hold the space for these young people to do what they need to do. Great. Nia, I want to ask you about some of the priorities. So it sounds like you guys are doing some really awesome things, and, and I can relate to why you're doing all of them. But can you talk to me about, okay, re really bluntly even, what what is the point of all this? What are young disabled people asking for exactly? We, well, we just want to be socially accepted in everything that we do. Like um, one of the things that we got frustrated was not being a part of the things that mainstream does like we don't have the same opportunities um even when people think that we have it easy with doctors and getting you know 
like easy income and stuff, but they don't know that we have to go and confirm our disabilities every two years, you know, and to prove ourselves when it shouldn't even be a hard thing to talk about. It should just already be in the, already be in the sentence. It should already be in the conversation is what I'm saying. And that's what um, a few of, um, few of the team felt the same way as well. We just wanted to be accepted and everything. And we wanted, we want to change, you know, we, we're like um, the future voices. There's going to be younger generations after us. We want a better world for them as well. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Totally. And look, I've, I've obviously got to come to to the iLead conference. I don't, I don't know who wants to start on this. Um, but, you, you know, having the mandate from the Minister of Disability is a very big deal. Can you talk to me a little bit about the lead up of that? Because I genuinely don't know the story of the lead up. Um, I'll do a bit of the lead up part and then there you can finish up the story. So it all really started when the minister came to visit us at Yes. Um, there was a group of young people that were there to meet her and things. And we really, they, she was asking us what, or asking them, what, um, you know, what, what, what they wanted to see different, what, what they wanted to see, what they wanted to be and things like that. So what came up was, you know, they were kind of sick of being the people that everyone came to to ask for stuff. There's only a group in our youth engagement group of about 12 to 15. And um, they were getting asked all the time, like, you know, so what's this, what's this? Always, you know, consultations all the time. And um, they were seeing these consultations all the time, but it was only them. There wasn't, you know, anyone else from around New Zealand and there wasn't really any opportunities moving forward for them. So they were kind of just like, okay, so we say our piece and then we don't see the result. So they they spoke to this, so both about this to Carmel um, and she, they came up with the idea of I lead in a conference. I mean, it wasn't called that at the time. It was um, just a youth conference. It was kind of just like an idea. And then we took that idea and we ran with it. Um, it was a scary process, I must say. We didn't always know if it was going to, we didn't really know where the money was going to come from or anything like that. But we did know that we had to do it. And we did know it was important. So we just kind of gathered up the crew, um, gathered up everyone we could, or other organizations that wanted to get involved. And we kind of just ran with it until we got to where we needed to go. So but now you can talk about a bit about like you know what their process was like for you as well. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Um, pretty much the journey for me was like I was real passionate that um, you know us uh, we were like a committee of young people and we all had different views on how a life should be live uh, a life should be living, and um, the one thing that we all agreed on was just to make sure that we were heard and so within our journeys we made sure that we involved like the big peoples you know made sure that like um that we engaged with them along the way and we made sure that we collaborated with the people that had big influences like ministry of education for example they were a big help um they they literally were but beside us throughout this journey as well. So there was a big learning curve on my behalf because like I'm a small community kind of person and Wellington was a, a huge like uh, step out of my, you know, my little circle. So, yeah. That's amazing, Nia. And, and I hope you had a really good time on that. I mean, I was following the Facebook during the period of time uh, that you guys were actually in the midst of the conference so well done to everyone i saw all the videos saw all the content i was absolutely blown away 
and I will say that I was I was slightly envious for the fact that I wish something like this existed uh, when when I was younger. And and I was saying in the pre podcast before you guys came on that I was really excited about this uh, because it's been a while since I've been a young person. So I I was just gonna ask next, do you, do you think it was well overdue this conference? And, and what do you, what are your plans for future development? Which one of you want that one? I'll answer the first question and Jamie will answer the second question. Okay. Yes, this was well overdue. Like, um, we have our history makers, you know, from our past, um, the past people that actually started it off for us. Like, we got inspired and we wanted to make the change. And so, um, having it in parliament was a massive thing for our young people to be able to look back on like, oh yeah, we're a part of like, making somewhat of a change to New Zealand. So yeah. That's great. Nia, you, you, oh, sorry. I'll let you go, Jamie, on the second bit. Um, so our future plans for I lead is 2021 will be the next conference. So that's good. We're planning one this year. So that's really great. And we do have the I report cards coming out. So everything that came out of, I lead um, everything that the young people spoke about um, and all the actions and stuff, they're all ready to go. So they'll be coming out. So you guys will have to have a look at those as well. Great. Awesome. I wanted to go back to uh, something you said, Nia, around the discrimination, not having a voice of the young people. I've got a question here. Can you, can you go a bit deeper on, on what you think some of the barriers are? And in fairness to you, you actually touched on that a little bit um but how how do we get across those barriers i suppose um to to youth leadership well i was blessed to have um friends around me that um motivate me as well and we're all passionate and doing the same thing so it kind of is easier for me um i would say oh that's such a hard Big question. It is. It is right. It is, and it's big because because I, I was sitting here near and I was thinking, yeah, I mean, what is it? Because one one of the things that I'm worried about is like it's so wonderful. Don't get me wrong at all. It is so wonderful that you're working with all these decision makers, but but part of me was like, but what? Yeah, that's all well and good, but when when are disabled people? gonna see their first minister of disability for example is it weird to you that the minister of disability is not disabled and i just mm. wanted to pop in something too near is i think this is so much bigger than disability it's just the importance of how do we develop and build youth leadership just for all but of course it's more important for those with disabilities but i think that's so exciting and i really look forward to see how you guys are going to make it possible so please tell us how you found it yeah but real quick in case you got lost near so so around the around the disability leadership thing is it weird to you that we don't have a disabled minister for disability yeah it is a little weird but (laughs) i think we're we're getting in the right direction where we're creating future leaders that are you know, that will be, li- uh, would have the lived experience and will take over them. 
the new, you know, the new minister now. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and another thing I wanted to ask you guys. Obviously, you're doing a ton of work. Uh, I I released a video earlier this week. Thank you, Jamie, for posting that. Bit of a bit of a shout out for you guys, team. Um, how can people really, really help you guys? Because because I think as fast as you guys are growing, you, you know, part of what I want to use this opportunity for right now is to enable more people to know about what you're doing. So what's one way that myself and my audience can help out? Oh, follow us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> follow us on our social media, our Instagram, our Facebook. We're, uh, we, we will engage with you over there. Uh, we got lots to post, and yeah. So, so do you want to shout out the um, Facebook Nia? Because we didn't have a we didn't have an on screen thing prepared. So, do you want to just shout it out right now? Yes, the Facebook page is I Lee. Is it just yeah. I Lee? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Just just checking my questions here. Oh, this is a re this is a really fun one, and this was on the list. Um, I wanted to know what your guys' message was to boomers, uh, that just, that just don't get it, that just don't get it, and honestly believe that young people are being are to be seen and not heard. What, what is the message, guys? Move. Get out the way. No, <laughs> But because Thank you. you are absolutely correct now. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, I mean it. It's really about like they just don't get it. You're right. They really a lot of people don't get it. So sometimes it's just about having that proof. That's what it is. So like the proof is in the action. So other than saying what I just said before, that um, I think that's what I that's what my answer is. What about you, Nia? What do you reckon? Pretty much, they'll just want as well so if they can see that you're doing what you're preaching then it shouldn't be a problem really awesome i, I really like that practicality first we, we promote that a yeah. lot on my streams the doing is mm -hmm. more important than the talking and, and that's that's probably one thing that really impressed me in terms of reaching out to you guys you, you're actually doing and that that sort of brings me to my next question Obviously, the big topic right now is COVID. Now, I promised my audience we weren't going to talk all day about this on the podcast. But can you guys talk to me a little bit about how the young people you support and the young people you're engaging with, can you tell me what some of the concerns or priorities have been as far as COVID? I mean, a couple of the ones that have come up for us is really about education. Um, you know, and, and, and the unemployment rate going up. So a lot of young people that I speak with and talk to and things, they're really worried that they won't be the ones that get those jobs anymore, um, that they're more yeah. disposable than other people because of that. So there's a lot of that coming up, a lot of getting left behind, a lot of anxiety around that whole, what am I going to do now? So that that's really, really scary. Amongst, obviously, a lot of our young people are used to staying at home. They're used to... Um, isolating and things like that, but that's it's what's going on outside of that. So it's a lot of mm. where am I going to go after this? Is it even going to end? So that's a lot of what I've been hearing. 
That's yeah. really interesting. How about yourself, Nia? What What are you seeing out there as far as COVID? Uh, pretty much everyone just feels a little more isolated. Like they before, they our things were a little limited to them, but now that they can't go anywhere else, like having the option to go down to the dairy or something, um, is it's scary to them because then they think that they're gonna get arrested for just being outside their house. Like even though the rules are clear there up to them that you know you won't get arrested if if you're like not breaking a bubble but the thing is half of our youth don't understand that so that's really mm. hard that they can't be with their, their friends because you know their friends are the closest support sometimes yeah. so yeah isolation is hard i mean in fairness i i learned about tiktok during isolation and i and, and i <laughs> And I know that iLead has a TikTok account, but I, I need to get that information because because I don't have it. Uh, right, right at this point, guys, um, is there anything you'd like to promote or sort of, sort of share with my audience or the podcast? Something coming up or something? Hmm. It, it could even be the Facebook page. Should we promote the Facebook page? Yes, come on to the oh, Facebook page. I will awesome. be uh, I'll be going on live at four p.m. So please come and watch. Me. Oh, oh, that, oh, oh, is that today? Yeah, yeah. I'm meeting myself pretty much at four p.m. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Well, guys, guys, I appreciate your time today. That that about covers all of our questions. Um. I do I do need to say that the, the concept of the Eileen conference was mind-blowing, if I haven't made that clear already. Uh, well done to everybody involved. I want to give a big shout-out uh, to the Yes family, the Fab family, everybody involved with Eileen. Um, there's only two of you guys here today, but there's actually a team of how many near? Oh, there's... Please hold while I count my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> JV, my fingers are running um, out. I think there's about 12. About 12, 12 on the committee. But um, that's growing all the time. So we have groups that are opening up around the country. So we'll keep you updated on those as well. That's amazing. And, I, and I'd love to have you guys back on uh, post-COVID. Because there's so much we could talk about. But, but we'd be here for hours. But this has been been a great little snapshot into the life of Eileen because people talk about you guys a lot. So, so you know I'm in Wellington a fair bit. So they talk about you, but they've never ha really had the chance to discover what it is you're trying to do. I think we achieved that today. I want to appreciate. I want to show my appreciation for your time, and thank you guys so much. Thank you for having us. Jane. Thank you for having us, Jade. I just wanted to jump in quickly. Um, we actually have a few, um, few people from America and England who watch our um, live streams and podcasts. Um, I'd just really like to say, um, have you guys taken any models from overseas on youth leadership or should they be taking models from you? Oh, they should be taking models from us. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the answer yeah. that I was wanting. I was, I was betting that. So yeah. great. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. And thank you so much. 
thank you for having thank us. You thank you guys. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk again soon. Talk okay. soon. All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye.